0: This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world.
1: Congress is weighing what to do about prescription painkiller and heroin abuse, a problem that costs 30,000 American lives each year. But the administration and Republicans are far apart on how to pay for a response, especially whether to have a dedicated stream of mandatory spending to address the problem. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ Healthcare reporter Andrew Siddons. Andrew, a bill currently in the Senate would address what public health authorities are calling an epidemic. What's being blamed for spiraling painkiller abuse?
2: Well, there's actually a lot of blame to go around. Democratic Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Ed Markey of Massachusetts have taken to the Senate floor pretty much every day for the last three weeks to blame the Food and Drug Administration for its painkiller approval policies, which they say gives drug companies the green light to market powerful narcotics to patients who don't really need them, like kids. The FDA says that it is doctors that need to be prescribing more responsibly. But since the early 2000s, doctors have felt pressure from patients to eliminate pain in their treatments, and they don't feel like they should be acting like law enforcement officials, and doctors don't feel like they can really keep these drugs away from people.
1: Now, New Hampshire Democratic Senator Gene Shaheen tried to attach language to this bill uh, that would designate $600 million in emergency funding for the effort. Republicans voted it down. Why?
2: So, this bill would mostly provide state grants uh, through Health and Human Services and the Department of Justice to help states uh, address the abuse epidemic through treatment and recovery efforts. So funding is key to this bill, and Republicans have been arguing that last year's spending bill included $400 million for these agencies to help combat the epidemic, and that none of that money has been spent yet. It's worth noting that while most Republicans voted against the supplemental, Ohio's Rob Portman, one of the bill's sponsors, voted for it, as well as uh, Gene Jaheen's New Hampshire colleague, Kelly Ayotte. Both of them are in competitive reelection races in states where opioid abuse has been particularly bad.
1: So Republicans are also very cool to an Obama administration request for $1 billion for anti-prescription drug abuse that's contained in the president's fiscal 2017 budget request. So what would the GOP propose doing?
2: Well, Republican appropriators aren't fond of mandatory spending, which would tie their hands in future years. What Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, has proposed is saying that this bill will authorize new spending and then they will work to appropriate this money during this year's regular appropriations process.
1: Regular order. Um, The Senate's likely to finish the bill this week. What has the House have in store?
2: Right. It'll likely pass with bipartisan support in the Senate. And then there's an identical version of the bill in the House. Presumably the the House should be able to pass it. This is an issue that many lawmakers have said. This issue affects every congressional district in the country. I don't think there would be too much opposition to this bill in the House, especially because it's only an authorizing bill and it doesn't include the controversial uh, amount of money.
1: One interesting focus is on seniors in the Medicare program who shop for doctors who are likely to prescribe painkillers, those doctor feel-goods. What's being discussed to address that kind of overprescribing?
2: While the Shaheen Amendment failed, the Senate did approve another amendment that would let prescription drug plans under Medicare require patients who are at risk of drug abuse to use a single prescriber and single pharmacy to get the drugs that they might abuse. So that would prevent patients from going to one doctor for a prescription on a Monday and another doctor on a Wednesday if they've already run out of their painkillers.
1: CQ Healthcare reporter Andrew Siddons on the congressional response to prescription drug and heroin overuse. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download
0: our podcasts on iTunes and Sound. This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org.